What's up, podcast people? This episode we talk Thanksgiving and then get into some really good music. But I'm warning you, the first 12 minutes, I talk about a lot of personal shit. So if you want to skip it, I don't blame you. Go to minute 12 and enjoy. Here we go. <laughs> We're live, man. We're live. How you doing? I'm all right. How you doing, man? Good. I'm all right, dude. What's Freaking the matter? You look sad. You sound sad. <sighs> dude, I was going to call you. Uh, I was going to freaking call you like three times and just cancel this because I'm freaking stressed the fuck out, bro. Like, um, Dude, you don't. Why are you stressed? Dude, well, my freaking, my surgeon called me, right? And uh, she's Wait, like. so well, you mean you were canceled you mean you were going to cancel this recording not the whole podcast no no yeah yeah just uh just oh, okay okay i thought I, I i took it i thought you were okay go on i'm sorry but i, didn't I mean was like i was like fuck it you know what i mean i'm not gonna let my so what's your what's up with overcome me so what's going on why the why is the surgeon well like it's, it's really not a big deal but like um i guess like in may when i had my ultrasound yeah i hadn't I hadn't gone back because of all the covid stuff you know what i mean so right. she called she called me and she's like, Hey, we need to make an appointment. Like she's like, Your blood works perfectly fine. And that's what I base pretty much everything on for your for your, okay. your thyroid levels. But your ultrasound okay. picked up something on your neck that we want to double check. And I'm Did like, they find a mass or something? Uh she's like, there's like a little like two centimeter thing. Uh, she's like, Do you feel anything? I was like, No. I was like, I've been giving myself exams like since for the past two and a half years. She's like, honestly, it's probably just something like they picked the ultrasound picked up, or it could just be like, could have just been like a, a, lymph, node, a lymph node that was swollen yeah. that day. Right. She's like, but honestly, I I wouldn't put too much. I wouldn't really worry about it. Then but what? still, let's, let's just <laughs> why? Then why is she telling you this? Well, I mean, they're just because <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna worry. That's all it's gonna do. If they're they're just being super thorough, you know what I mean? No, no, I get that, I get that, but it's like, hey. You have nothing to worry about, but let me tell you all this stuff that's going to make you worry. Right, right. On that's, the other hand, she did say pretty much, you know, based on the blood work, it's nothing. But if it is, it won't be a big deal anyway. You know what I mean? So when when are you going to go in and see the surgeon? I'm going tomorrow. She's like, do you, is feel, this any, a, she's like, do you feel anything on the right? I was like, on like the top right, I go, no, there's nothing here. Like, it's felt the same since I had surgery. Right. How long ago did you have the surgery? Two and a half years ago. And I've had three ultrasounds since then, and nothing came up. So it could have been. I mean, you could have had – well, you were sick not too long ago. I mean, that's going to make that – any number of different sicknesses is going to make your um, lymph nodes swell True. up. Yeah. This, well, I figure, like, nothing came up the first two or three ultrasounds. My blood right. worked fine the whole time. But right. she wants to double-check something. So, I mean, 100% there's nothing here, and that's where yeah. it was. Um, okay. the, only, the only thing that the so only, where only where place they, the, any, only place anything could be would be right here, but I still don't feel anything. When they did the surgery, where did they cut you? Where did they do? Right here. Where did they get? Okay. Right here. They took a big thing right here. Yeah. And something right here. And they took out the lymph nodes. They took out a couple to test them when they were negative. Okay. Okay, so they did biopsies and. Yeah. But a lot of okay. people who have thyroid um. Cancer. Cancer. They get it removed. A lot of people I know have have the scar from here or here. Because wow. that's like the next step that they take. 
Um, and they're so and, you're and certain... all the people that I've seen are perfectly fine after they have the scar on their neck. But okay. Um, so for the people who are listening to this, because you kept saying here and here, and I was oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah okay. we were on YouTube. So no, you're you're fine. You're just talking about they 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 were just below your Adam's apple, yeah, like yeah. about an inch or so yeah, below yeah, your yeah. Adam's apple. Okay, and so. The, the surgeon that you talked to, is she yeah. an oncologist? She's the head of the department. Of oncology or? Yeah, head of or... oncology for head and neck. Okay. And she okay. said she bases pretty much 99% of everything off the thyroid blood work. And that would mean right. that would mean if there's any thyroid cells, including your regular thyroid or cancer cells, that are because they grow off your they, thyroid, yeah. then there would be a little spike in a level. But there, there was she nothing. she said there wasn't? There okay. was nothing. She said it was below average. After so, the well, you being below average is not a surprise. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, my SAT score is probably 10. <laughs> so, I mean, even though it's nothing, and even if there is a little something, like before when I got all this done, one of the surgeons said, like, sometimes, like, they, they have to do a, a redo, which is a four-inch incision on the side of your neck yeah. to get anything extra, but... Um, from what it looks, so, I don't think it's anything. She doesn't think it's anything, but still, it's just, even if it's nothing or a little something, it's no big deal, dude, but it's still stressful as fuck. When, when it comes to cancer, it's stressful. There's no, it's not like there's cancer light. You're just, you know, you either have yeah. it or you don't, but if you've ever had to deal with it, you're already going to be on high alert and it's going to stress you out and there's nothing. I mean, it's I don't want to say you're, fuck, you're bro. right, right. I know. I know. It's like waking you know. up in a fucking nightmare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. But even after, yeah. like, before my first surgery, when there was a fucking, there was a, a goddamn, something as big as an avocado seed growing on my neck. Right. On both sides, pretty much. They're like, it's fine. You're like stage zero, stage one. They're like, don't worry about it. It, it was still stressful as fuck, even though I they mean, said it's fine. It's, it, well, that's because it's cancer, and, it, and it's your body, and you're the one going through it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Your anxiety levels have got to be through the roof, and that's absolutely understandable. I, I'm I already think, a high anxiety maniac. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody who's listened to this podcast already kind of got that. Got that. <laughs> uh, fuck. So it's like, dude, I'm just so gonna I guess, do it. I'm so when did you talk to your doctor? Uh, two weeks ago. I go in tomorrow. So you go in tomorrow? Yeah. And what time? Uh, two. All right, I'll touch base with you afterwards. So uh, they're probably not going to get my results to like the next following monday or tuesday yeah but still i'm gonna go I mean, in yeah i mean they'll be able to tell you stuff so, so are they cutting you tomorrow or no 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 no. cutting me yeah no because no, well, no. i mean i don't she's know like we'll just double check and see if there's anything there that might be something or might not be something well then yeah. we'll put a needle in it and check it to see what it is so you might get anything. a needle in your, your but, then, but, but then the comforting thing is she told me she's like would well, you like what do you want to do do you want to even check it out so I was like, uh, yeah, dude, I want to fucking check it out. <laughs> but to have the head oncology person say that, like, makes yeah. it seem pretty leisurely. You know what well, I mean? Well, yes, because I know when we had Samantha's cancer, my wife, um, we, her oncologist is now the head of Stanford's, Stanford's gyno-oncology department. Mm -hmm. He was one of the best in the world. So, but the other thing that, that, that made it a little bit um, reassuring, I guess, is the word is that Samantha is in, she's the kind of person that is very proactive. So when she found out that she was, when she was first told that she might have cancer, because she got told can't, that she, she was getting ready to deploy to Afghanistan. 
and they did some checks on her and they're like, you're not going to go because we think you might have some cells that we want to look at that might right. be cancerous. From then on, she hit this thing like a monster. I mean, she learned more about her particular kind of cancer than, than most doctors. I mean, they, her, her oncologist said to her, um, I love dealing with you because I feel like I'm talking to another doctor. That's how much she knows, right. how much she got herself in, involved. <clears throat> but you're right though, when you have somebody who's the head of the department, you, it, it is a little bit more reassuring it's a little bit easier to take. And, 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 you know, I think in, I mean, you've had two and a half years with your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you kind of know the ins and outs of the way she's going to communicate this stuff with you. And I think if she tells you to be, you know, for what it's worth, I think if she's telling you to not yeah, worry luckily, about luckily it. Luckily for me, it's a super, it was a super slow growing one. Um, was it? And they said it could have been in there for eight years. How do they, how do, wow. Because yeah, they said the size of it and, yeah. and I felt something in there like, six years before I even went in. Did you? Well, I thought it was nothing because I was working out a lot. I thought it was just muscles. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get a I muscle like, right there on your Adam's apple? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, I was like, maybe just doing a lot of fucking shoulder shrugs and I don't right. know. Like, I was like, eh, it's probably nothing. And, and what? So it, years it, and years and years went by, dude. And I right. You were in your 20s then, right? You were in your yeah, so early mid-20s. Like like so eight, eight, eight or 10 years, which is a good thing, meaning yeah. it's there for a long time. So, they're like, uh, and then and then after I got it taken out, they're like, even if it does come back and you're say you're like eighty, they're like you could you could opt not to even deal with it because it's so slow, it's not gonna fuck you up. Good. But either way, it's still fucking goddamn scary. Yes, it is. So I mean, because it's you know that shit metastasizes. It doesn't matter how slow it is. Once it metastasizes, it's like it's all over your plate. It's all over the place. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, dude. That's a that's a lot to have to deal with. Yeah, it's just I'm just cutting back the fucking anxiety vines growing on my fucking head I'm just like oh I can... stop 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 <laughs> well i know that shit would keep me up at night too and yeah talk about always a how's fucking how's my sister dealing with it she's good i told her i mean i told her and my mom like what the doctor said she's cool with it i guess yeah. it's cool she could be yeah yeah so well, i look forward to her calling me up stressed out about it don't tell Pete that I called you, but I just, I don't want to stress them out. So I'm going to call you. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, fuck all that negativity. Yeah. Um, let's get it. Well, I want to talk about Thanksgiving, this podcast. All right. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is coming up, up in a couple weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I want to you talk know, about what you, what? I was going to say, if you're going to talk about food again, I'm going to say we, we should just rename this podcast Pete's Obsession with Food because that seems to be a major theme with you. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. I eat like a 500-pound fat guy. <laughs> One day your metabolism's going to stop and you're going to be a 500-pound fat guy. I know, right? So, so what's uh, about Thanksgiving? All right, so what do you – what do you – what's a must for you? That, 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 the food that like you – What I have to have for food? What, what do you have, have to have over anything else? Uh, pumpkin pie and Cool Whip, and and my wife and I actually kind of just had a little <laughs> conversation about this yesterday because she was putting together the list for when when we go to the store, and she's like, uh, I don't really feel like making because it's only gonna be the two of us because we're social distancing and whatever, and, and she's like, I don't really feel like making a pumpkin pie from scratch, and I'm like, that's fine, I don't care, I, I honestly can't tell the difference. I mean, I can a little bit because she makes hers really really well, but it doesn't make a big of enough difference for me as long as I have the pumpkin pie because the pumpkin pie is really just a vessel to get the Cool Whip into this face hole. Oh my and, God. And on her, 
on her list that she'd written out, she wrote, um, uh, she didn't write Cool Whip. She wrote um, whatever it's whipped cream. And I took the pen and I'm like, ur, 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 ur. she's like, I know it's Cool Whip. I just write that. That's just, you know, I'm like, nope, Cool Whip. Make What's sure that that's what cool you get. Cool Whip and Whipped Cream. Cool Whip is fucking delicious. Is, is Cool <laughs> Whip like a more greasy? artificial type deal? Probably. Yeah, it's probably like it's not like it's not like mayo and miracle whip. It's not that different, is it? Yes, to me it is. To some really? people it's not, but to me it is. I'm gonna I see because I know cool, cool whip is made differently. I also, hate... I think cool whip is. I think whipped cream is thicker, uh, and and cool whip is sweeter. Have you ever had that homemade whipped cream though? Yeah. Oh, that shit is fucking amazing. Um, if they put enough sugar in it, right. Uh, for me, okay, so here, oh, go ahead, go here's yeah, what the Google. Oh, here's what the Google says: Whipped cream is made out of heavy whipping cream. On the other hand, Cool Whip uses a combination of high fructose corn syrup, vegetable oil, skim milk, and light cream. So yeah, it's made of a bunch of crap that you probably shouldn't be putting in your body. So but it's a little more that's can- delicious crap. candy-ish. Yes, it's a lot more candy-ish in my. I don't opinion. even think that's a word, but whatever. No, I think um, you're right. I think you're spot on. So that's for, my must. Yeah, and when you add the high fructose corn syrup, then you're, then it's bad. Oh yeah, I know. But I mean, it's Thanksgiving. For me, a must is uh, stuffing, dude. Gotta have. That's stuffing. my second one. Stuffing, okay, good. Is, and, and I need the gravy too. Stuffing in the gravy. I if I went to someone's yeah. house and they just had stuffing with gravy, I'm cool. Like I don't need the fucking turkey. Um, <laughs> I'll remember that for when this this thing's over. We can finally have you over for Thanksgiving. I know. I know. <laughs> we gotta all do a Thanksgiving, like all the brothers and everybody. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we but, do. But uh, dude, I went to my aunt's like a couple of years ago, and I'm obviously looking forward to the uh, stuffing because obviously I just right. said that's my favorite. And instead of stuffing, my cousin made these fucking hippie, not hippie. Uh, what what is it like a bougie, like a bougie stuffing muffin? <laughs> Like what? something you'd see on Pinterest, yeah. It was like little, like no. it was a little tiny muffin for Thanksgiving, but stuffing, but didn't even really taste like stuffing. Maybe had some bread and maybe some celery in it. Yeah, dude, no regular stuffing, dude. And I was so fucking disappointed. I was like, okay, first was, of all, I don't get offended, but that's offensive. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, how do you not know? That's rude. <laughs> that's yeah, that so, is. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely yeah. rude. And like, then, I'm see, I take like a, a chance here, and and eh, they might like this, they might not. No, dude, that's right. Nice. So, okay, so you're probably like my wife then, because she, we were like, we're gonna make this Thanksgiving a, a pretty easy thing, because it's just the two of us, and um, just the two. And so she's like, yeah, stuffing, and I'm like, uh, why don't you just get stovetop, dude? I swear to God, I thought my wife was gonna beat the shit out of me. <laughs> why? She's like, she's like, no. We don't know. We don't make st- no. We don't do stovetop in this house. Wow. I'm like, oh shit! Wow. So stove no, she makes it. She, it's great any other day of the year, uh, yeah. but not for Thanksgiving. So she'll make it from scratch. And I, the thing I love about hers, which is also probably bad for me, is that it's really buttery. Oh, like it's yeah. a oh, I mean, they like you can you butter, can they lather that milk yeah. butter. And oh all. yeah. Oh, she does. And I mean, it's like you can eat it with gravy, and it's great. You can eat it without gravy, especially when it's still hot. And it's just like orgasmic, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. right there with you. If I could eat just that and then just have my dessert, my pumpkin pie, my cool whip, I'm good. I'm good. So, so what do you what do you not like when people yes. like 
You don't like yams? Yams with the marshmallows? I hate yams. I hate yams, and I hate um, I hate sweet. Uh, uh, well, yeah, that is that's sweet. Yeah, I hate yams. What about the Wait. roasted marshmallows on top, dude? Like I don't like marshmallows meat. either, dude. Honestly, what? marshmallows are disgusting to me. Oh my! I could do yams and roasted marshmallows over pumpkin pie. You can get the hell out of my house. I mean, it's not that different if you think about it. No, it's incredibly different. The, the texture of the yams and the marshmallows to to pumpkin pie. I don't. With the... Sweet potatoes are gross. To what? Me. Yeah, sweet potatoes are just absolutely disgusting to me. Dude, this place. Like, we 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 go to places and my wife will order sweet potato fries and stuff, and I just I'm like, nope. She never has to worry about me taking them from her because they're just disgusting. See, I don't like, like sweet don't potato like. fries. Sweet potato fries are weird, but like yeah. uh, this place, Joey's Barbecue out here, uh, they do instead of a baked potato, they do a full like full yam potato with butter and marshmallow dripped into it. With, Can't you do have it. it with your barbecue ribs. Can't do it. Can't do it. I've tried. Yeah. Because we have tons of barbecue places out here. I've tried it. And if somebody comes up with a new way that they've cooked their, their sweet potato thing, uh-huh. I'll try it out. But I n- I've never liked it. I don't like the taste. I don't like the... Isn't that weird? Some people hate yeah. like certain things. And you're like, dude, how do you hate that? Yeah. My wife wonders how I hate mushrooms, but I do. I hate... A- what? You don't like mushrooms either? It's fungus, dude. Lion's mane, bro. I heard lion's mane is really good for you. It's fungus, dude. True. But your body's full of weird bacteria. I'm not going to eat my body. That's <laughs> <Something else> might. <laughs> that let them. <laughs> um, all right, so we did must have. We did. Ha- oh, I hate. You know what I hate, dude? I hate fucking green beans, bro. Like what? Old, old school grandma like green beans. Well, that's okay. But what about a green bean casserole? Green bean casserole, I could do with the onion okay. on top. Yeah, I could do, yeah, but yeah. not just like straight green beans. Like no, I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? I mean I- I can live without them, but what or she makes green beans, green beans with some bacon. Green beans with some bacon is always good. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah, green beans just kind of bland. And then, I, don't, um, I don't feel as strongly about it as I do about sweet potatoes or yams, but I yeah. definitely... I yeah, that casserole, them. I forgot about that casserole. The casserole is good. Right. Um, and okay, what, what's something that you wish that, that was, a, was a trend or wish was always a Thanksgiving that's not? Like Turkey. for me, for, huh? Turkey. I wish I wish turkey was always a Thanksgiving Turkey's thing. All, because it is. I've been I've been in situations where they had replaced the turkey with a ham. And no. I hate ham. ham is See, disgusting. I always get both or just turkey. Like I get well, tur- I've never I would love face it. I would love for my like because you know how you have when you have Thanksgiving, you usually have it like at two or three or it's not like at the it's not when you would normally have lunch and it's not when you would normally have dinner. It's usually somewhere in the early afternoon. Yeah. I wish it was always in the evening because you eat it, you get stuffed, the tryptophan hits you, and you want to go to sleep. And if you want to go to sleep, I'll go to bed and I'll be done. I'm done. Eight o'clock at night. Is that tryptophan a real thing? Off. Yeah, it is. It is? Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, it's they, not... I wonder if they sell that in like tablets like melatonin to help you sleep. Oh, I wonder. I wonder. If not, but I mean, it's it. not like a, we should make I it. I mean, here's the, th- here's the thing. I know if I eat, like I had lunch a little bit ago or kind of a late dinner, early dinner. I had burrito. Had burrito. I went and laid down on my couch and I fell asleep in the middle of a show. I mean, I could fall asleep after eating anything. I think that's, that's the best, just the way right? it works. Yeah. That's like a healing process. Just, you just. It is. Uh, and then your body absorbs everything that you ate. Unless you eat like mm. shit and you just, you're going to shit it out. You're not going to absorb anything like the high fructose corn syrup. Listen, listen. Don't you judge me. <laughs> you know what I need? Oh, you know what I want, dude? I want a prime rib. Every Thanksgiving, I have a couple oh. years. <gasps> right? Oh. How good is prime rib? 
You know, we haven't gone shopping yet for uh, yeah, for our I mean, stuff for Thanksgiving. I'll run that by my wife and see if she she'll probably be on board for that. Yeah, make sure you put a nice little like crust rub on there. Little oh, she makes great garlic. Dude, she, and, mm. So that's something I wish was always at Thanksgiving. I could get rid of the turkey and have the um, have the uh, you know what? Rib. So are you a? Uh, because I'm a my favorite thing about the turkey isn't the turkey at the dinner time. It's the next several days when I get to have turkey sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. That's me my too. I love that. I like slather yeah. the mayo and just mm. You do do you do uh, cold turkey sandwiches or Yeah. Okay. I do, I do both. both. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think everyone in America could probably relate to what we're talking about right now with, oh, the, hell left, yeah. with the leftovers. And then I need football, bro. I need football on Thanksgiving. Even bad football. Oh, Even bad like football. this year, it's going to be the Redskins. I think the Redskins and Lions, or Redskins and Cowboys, play each other, and then Detroit. the Washington, the Washington Football Club. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> or the I will say this: the politically. I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm in the minority, but the uniforms that they have now in Washington, I think they look amazing. The helmets are awesome. I love them. What's different that about them? Like, well, they've gotten rid of the logo. Um, so they've got the deep red with the yellow trim and stuff, and it mm. just looks cool. It just looks cool. It looks yeah. Cool. This case of a politically correct football team is playing the Lions or the Cowboys. Well, those, those four teams are playing. Three teams are playing each other with. Um, Wait, who's the fourth team? I know Detroit, uh, Detroit I know Dallas, I know Washington. Cowboys, Washington, and give me another shitty team. They're probably playing. The Bengals. No. The Jets. Maybe the Eagles. I don't That's know the four. I don't know the four team now. But well, then the late, talk, the, but then the late, talk, gonna... the late game is is us, the Steelers and the uh, Steelers and the Ravens. That's going to be a good game. So which is perfect. Which it's at night. Oh, know. here we go. So here's what we got. We got the Texans playing the Lions. Texans. I knew they were a shitty team. The Texans are not. They have potential to be entertaining. They're not they good. Do. You're right. But they're not good. But they've got Deshaun Watson. He's always going to be good. The, that Redskins Cowboys game's a dog. Horrible. I mean, then, that could that could have been a worse game. Team. That couldn't have been a worse game. Although, so, but we say that. But then I was watching the other day. Was it the Cowboys and the Eagles? It was, I think, a Sunday night or a Monday night game or whatever. And I was like, this is gonna. I don't even want to watch this. This is terrible. It ended up being an entertaining game. Horrible game. Yeah. Horrible teams. It was entertaining. Entertaining. It was yeah. entertaining. So okay, who you got? In case you know anyone wants to do a little parlay here. Which games? Oh, uh, who do let's I got? Go, let's go. The first game. I, who you got? I got the lion. I got the lions. I got Washington, and I got the the Ravens in an upset. So we got the lions over the. I got the lions over the Texans. I got the uh, I got Washington over Dallas, and I got uh, the Ravens over the Steelers in an upset. The, and the reason I'm picking the only reason here's why it's not an upset. Really. No, it is. We barely beat the Cowboys last weekend. I know, and I didn't want to point that out. That's all right. But I, because you guys have already beaten the Ravens once, and I just see that one being a split this year. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. We're not gonna. I, I don't think we're gonna beat them twice, dude. So, yeah, that's a good one. Maybe I'll throw like 25, 50 bucks on it. Oh, you, good luck with that. Thank you. Do you gamble or no? <laughs> not really. Not with football. Okay. I like football too much to gamble on it and have and add the anxiety of it. Because well, I, I mean, did one it of those shitty games is gonna make it interesting. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to care. And then but I'll forget. You will, if you, got, you, will if you got 50 on it. You're watching it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not. Really? I'm not. Yeah, because I, I did it one year. We were in Vegas, and I did – I think it was a Chargers-Raiders game back when I was a Chargers fan. 
and it sucked. And the Chargers crushed them. It was the middle of the 14-game win streak that the Chargers had against the Raiders or over the Raiders for those years. Um, but I mean, they covered the points. They crushed them, and I bet 20 bucks, and I think I won like 27 dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's not even. Not even and all I got for it, all I got for it, was the anxiety of watching the team I love. Yeah. Did you see the so, uh, the char- the Raiders went on the last play this weekend? No, I saw the Chargers lose on the last play, yeah. And it yeah. was the second week in a row that the Chargers have lost on the last play. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm watching, and I'm like It wasn't a game. It was funny because I'm in I'm in Miami or not in Miami, I'm in, in Mexico Beach, Florida, and it was the game of the week that was on here, which surprised the hell out of me. Would have been a so, lot cooler if you said I was in Miami, bro. I'm just saying. Now I've been to Miami and I love Miami, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but it is just un godly hot there um it's ungodly hot here most of the time but it's so when so i watched them lose that game i was like because i've told my brother justin herbert is amazing watching him and patrick mahomes play against each other is fun um but they had a good game the chargers could have won that game. oh yeah they they could have they could easily be six and two right now they have lost so many games that they were winning by 17, 18, 21 points, and then they blow it. Their defense just can't hold the lead. Wait, you're a Charger fan? No. Oh. No, when they moved to L.A., I was done with them. Um, but Justin Herbert is like – I mean, you don't have to be a Chargers fan to appreciate how good he is. So, well, you know what? In college, I didn't really like him. He threw some shady interceptions, man. He just yeah. – but whatever. Um, who's yeah, your... but he was playing for Oregon. I know. Who's your team now? Do you have a team? No. You want me to open the door? You want to come on over to the, the black and yellow? I can't cheer for a rapist. Sorry, dude. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't open the door like that for me and expect me not to walk through. And then hey. everybody's going to hear this, and they're going to all be, like, commenting, oh, fuck you, Rudy. Can you cool. watch this transition? Can, yeah. you, can you cheer for a baby eater? Who's a baby eater? Baby Yoda. Wow. Did you watch the second episode? I haven't watched Baby Yoda. Yeah, The Mandalorian. I haven't watched the first season yet. Oh, my God. Why? I Because I keep asking my wife if she wants to watch it, and she's like, maybe later. Bro, it's the – yeah, because he eats he eats little babies in the in the second one. Does That's he cool. really? Dude, uh, now it's I want to watch it. Hey, I'm telling you right now, it's it, – I think it's eight episode seasons – each episode is like an hour long movie. They have yeah. They have the beginning. They have whatever goes on in the middle. And then they have the, the conclusion to it. Every every episode's like a movie, dude. It is. Yeah, that's what everybody's told me. But yet you still haven't watched it. What a dick. Dude, I have got so much stuff that I'm catching. I was watching Lucifer right before before I got on here. <laughs> hey, what? What about uh Pedro Pascal? Do you like him? I love him. He's Samantha the, loves him. You know he's the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I still haven't gotten her to be able to watch it. I'm like, dude, he's your guy. Like when he was on Game of Thrones, I had to leave the room and let her be alone with him. That's that's how much she loves him. And so yeah. I'm like, he's he's on the Mandalorian, you know. Well, we'll watch it later. I what is it? I killed her. I raped her. I something crushed her skull. He kept saying it. And yep. he gets <laughs> that was a brutal scene, dude. Yeah, oh it was. my god. But uh, I guess I read an article last night. Um, about how Pedro Pascal's, I guess, being incredibly difficult to deal with on set, dude. Like, really? Because he wants his helmet off. Yeah, he, he doesn't show his face the entire first season or the second two episodes into the second season. Wow. He, they have to keep it on as part of their like 
Mandalorian, uh, what do you say, lore or lore? Yeah, yeah. And so he can't. They can't take their helmets off. And he's like, dude, I want. I want to show my face. Like he's mad. Like he walked uh, off set, dude. I'm like, bro. Well, see now that. <laughs> see now that now that I now that I know that I can't have that as a selling point. She's probably not going to care. Yeah, yeah. She's but like, it's if I like, can't see the face. It's like, dude, walk. come on, man. There's so much other shit in the world to worry about. We don't need to see your face. We hear your fucking sexy Latin voice or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah. You're going to stop? I hate, think, like, TV I mean, if, if, if it's like, if it's that big of a deal for him, just have him have his stand-in do all of the work, and then he just does the voiceover and he gets the paycheck. Well, that's what they're saying. They're like, we might just have him be a, be a voiceover since he's being yeah. a dickhead on set. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it kind of, t- you're really not going to know, but it kind of takes away from it just knowing a little bit. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know, dude. But uh, yeah, dude, I fucking love that show. Baby Yoda. Have you seen the Baby Yoda on TikTok? I've seen Baby Yoda everywhere. Baby, Baby Yoda. <laughs> stupid things where he's like hiding by the bed and they do all the little things with them. TikTok's no. ridiculous, dude. I freaking lose so much valuable time on that thing. <laughs> See, if it's something that's really, really good on, on TikTok, it usually will make its way to Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it will. Um, okay, I got a couple more things to talk about. What else? Um, I read an article. I was Okay, I was trying to get the baby to sleep. So I was um, I was on YouTube trying to look up like music to help her relax, which I right. found like jazz and soul dude. silencer, dude. It's a silencer. Dude. Dude, Bro. Crush up a Benadryl and just put it in her formula. Boom. You're, the Ow. cops are at your door already. <laughs> the cops are at your door already, bro. I can't believe you fucking said that. Oh my God. You're never watching my kids. You're gonna come oh home and you're gonna be like, "Oh, where are they? They're asleep. It's six thirty in the evening. They were tired. What can I tell you?" Oh my god! <laughs> wow, remember how you said like when you say things on here, you gotta own it. Yeah, I'll own yeah, it. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> if people can't tell that I'm joking, that's their problem. No, I, I know. I know. Um, but I do give my dog Benadryl whenever he's getting all rambunctious. Do you really? Like he gets don't say really. That. I'm editing that out, dude. No, don't don't edit it out because here's the thing: he gets really like we get a lot of thunderstorms, and he has a thunder coat, but he still shakes to the point where I mean he will shake himself sick, you know, because of his anxieties with it. I'll pop a Benadryl in his mouth, and like 20 minutes later, he's chill. It's like he eating an, an edible for him. That's borderline ethically wrong, or my vet told me to do it. Okay, then you're good. You're so covered. I'm not, you know. So you're not gonna, we're not going to be doing this from fucking prison. No, 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 no. It's not illegal, and there are people who aren't comfortable doing it, but I have absolutely no problems with it. But um, anyway, I was I was jazz puts her to sleep. Did not yeah, pretty much to sleep, dude. And, and I so I went down this like rabbit hole on jazz, bro. And I was like, I, I was in, I was I was listening to freaking uh, was BB King? Was that be jazz soul? What was no, that? it's blues. Okay, jazz it's soul blues. blues. My bad, jazz soul was yeah. I was listening to BB uh, King. I was listening to uh, Louis Armstrong, uh, jazz. This one dude, uh, Gary BB Coleman, love yeah. him. Yeah, nice. And I'm like, dude, I got so into it, bro. Like, I was in this trance, and this is gonna be the most hippie thing I've ever fucking said in my life. Right? <laughs> this is gonna be the most. Hip- <laughs> this is gonna be the most hippie thing Go I ever it. said in my life, bro. I'm watching all yeah. this stuff, and I'm watching this lady, um, Sister Rosetta Tharp, I think. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yep, Tharp? she just got in the Hall of Fame finally. Bro, and and there's white people in the audience. There's white yeah. people playing with the black singers. 
and everyone's getting along and blah, blah, blah. And this is, this is where it comes the most hippie thing I ever said. I go, dude, I think I get this thought in my head. I'm go, bro, a lot of the world's problems could be solved through song. Yeah, they could. And I'm you like, is that fucking, how hippie is that to say? The world's problems. Some would say that's not hippie. That's punk rock. Well, I mean, I because know, punk it, rock's a whole different deal, but. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the music. I'm just talking about the, the mindset. You know, you start talking about guys like Henry Rollins, you start talking about guys like, like, uh, bands like the clash and you start talking, I mean, so many punk rock bands, people get pissed off because they get political. But if you listen to the music, it's always been political and it's always been just like you said, solving world's problems. But this is more, you know, the black, the white, everybody yeah. in the same room cheering. And this is in 19 fucking 30 or whatever. And I'm like, and she was a lesbian. Was she? Yeah. But and she her music was pretty like secular is the word, right? Yeah, but she was a, she was a, she was actually a, a nun. And I got so into her sister. Well, in a perfect world, I, not even a perfect world, in a different world, a lot of problems could be solved through song, and that's hippie as shit. I'm yeah. just saying, but it's it was, true. It was, it was it's a crazy thought true. I had. I mean, you know, I go to a lot of music shows. You go to these shows, and you'll have kids that are. I mean, the reason kids that gravitate to music is because it gives a voice to things that they can't either articulate or that they're not safe, comfortable saying. And music does that for people, man. Yeah. Music's powerful shit. Yeah, so it was, I mean, th all those soul soul and jazz So does singers. this mean you're going to start, like, like rolling bro, your own cigarettes and, like, wearing Birkenstocks and letting bro, your hair grow out so, and dreads? Bro, I was so into it, dude. I was so deep into it. Like, yep. I probably had a Rasta hat on by the time I was done. Do you ever listen to Miles Davis? Have you stumbled uh, across him yet? Uh, uh, give me, what's the song he sent? What's, what's one of the well, he has an entire – he's got an entire couple of albums. One of the albums I'd re recommend is uh, Birth of the Blue. Um, he's just – he's a trumpet player, um, and his music was one of those music that transcends I'm going to write it down. What's, what's his name? Miles, Miles Davis. He's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, Louis Armstrong, who you already said, was one of, one of my favorites also. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's just straight jazz. That's not, um, you know, like Sister Rosetta Tharp is more blues. Yeah. Sister was a bad, she is a badass. I mean, Dude, people, I was like, who is, this is 1920 and there's, wow. It was more like the 40s and 50s. Was it really? 50s. Maybe she was yeah. better than, maybe that's what I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was but yeah, her whole, her man. whole, you know, she actually lost a leg too from diabetes and oh, she would still shit. play on one leg. Yep. Dude, maybe she you want to get a record player and get some old records yeah. and just have a yeah. badass collection. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I've been listening to her. I've been a fan of hers for years because I love blues. I love that old whatever. Um, but like a lot of musicians, especially in the UK, have kind of started to really advocate for her. And she just got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, any musician worth a salt will tell you that she is she is one of the, the premier, she is the godmother of modern rock and roll and modern pop music. Oh, I'm glad you know her, man. I thought I yeah, was just... she's amazing. She's an amazing story. Do you watch the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on? It was I think it was on HBO or something. I didn't watch it. No, yeah. no, I don't usually watch it. I usually what I'll do is I'll wait till it's over and watch the highlights. So I, go, that I don't have to. I'll watch them like on demand. Like I watched the Hall yeah. of Oates one. Yeah, God, I fucking love Hall of Oates, man. Jesus, do you really? Oh my god, dude! I really you didn't. That think is so? not what I would have ever expected, bro. I'm telling you, I'm 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 all over the board, bro. If it's I good, that. I like it. I don't give a shit what it is. Yeah. Dude, it's they're fucking incredible, man. I mean, how'd you get into Hall and Oates? 
Because they came around just after you were born, right? I'm going to tell you how I got into them. I'm going to tell you how I got into them. Maybe like in 2005, I met Hooters. And I go to Hooters all the time. Um, And uh, Private Eyes came on all the time. Private Eyes, (laughs) I've been watching you. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I fucking love love this song, dude. I've heard it so many times. Who is this? So I started researching them. And then I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, this is them too? Oh, this is Hall Notes too? Holy shit, they got like 12, 12 yeah, they, more they were hitters, They were bro. it. Dude, they were the it band for a oh while. Oh, my God. Hey, and then the what about Foreigner? Foreigner like, was not as big as them, but I did. I actually dude, had, I heard some. There was a song so, I heard that I had. Hey, I had an ass, album of there. Dirty ass white guy. You picture no, dirty, dirty white ass, boy. Dirty white boy in, in yeah. old and dirty Nikes and a fucking, and a gross sweater. Like singing the best shit of all time like oh my god it was it's so good <laughs> it's so good i love it dude um the last thing i came across uh i'm a big nirvana fan i've always been a big nirvana fan huge Obsessed so you're following a little girl drummer Obse- what uh, what Have his daughter been... no well go ahead tell me yours and i'll tell you afterwards um um yeah i've, I've been obsessed with both like Kirk Cobain since he committed suicide when i was a kid but uh I never. What I never year? Heard... Tell me again. What year you were born? So when I think what was it? Ninety three. He died. What year were you born? In nineteen eighty. Okay, so yeah, you were alive when he was alive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's this. I, I came across this another article about uh, the Andy Griffith Show, and a song Nirvana wrote about it, and I was like, "Well, I've I've heard every fucking Nirvana song. What are they talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about?" When I, when I know I the Andy Griffith say? song. I know the Andy Griffith Show. I don't know what song. They so wrote, he. But... He has his song on his first album, Bleach. Uh, did I write it down, dude? Um, I can't remember what the song is called. It, it, it's about the barber, and it's like it, it's probably like a three minute song. And I guess there's a barber right. and Andy, Andy Griffith show. And uh, I guess it's about him sitting down in the chair and the barber putting his penis on, on his mouth and like saying and just saying, I was shamed, I was shamed, and like. And then and then they like strap him in the chair and, and and they're cutting him up and he's like trying to co- find comfort in Andy Griffith's arms, dude. Yeah. It's pretty fucking. Wow. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is demented, bro. Yeah, yeah you should listen to it on YouTube with the lyrics. So I will. It's pretty crazy, right? But it's not surprising. I mean, honestly, if you've ever, no, li- I mean, because no, no, it's no, no, no. Kurt Cobain was just. So there was this guy. Okay, so there's a little girl in in the UK. Her name is Nandy Bushel. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, she's a drummer. And so her YouTube channel, she'll just cover songs playing the drums. And she's this really just high energy, adorable little girl. I mean, like when she's playing the drums, she's like, yeah, and screaming out and just, you know, whatever, getting all into it. One of the first ones she did was a Nirvana cover because she was a big Nirvana fan. But Dave Grohl is her favorite drummer. Okay. So she covered one of his songs. And at the end of it, she's like, I'm challenging you, Dave Grohl, to a drum off. So Butch Vig, who is in the band Garbage, but he produced um, Nirvana's uh, uh, Nevermind album, uh-huh. the, the massive one. He yeah. found the video clip and he sent it to Dave Grohl. And Dave Grohl was like, oh, this is really cute, whatever. In fact, the first one, she didn't challenge him. She, he, that was the Nirvana one. Then he, he saw the challenge one and he was like, boom, challenge accepted. And so now they've done a couple of drum offs where you have them side by side drumming to the same song. And how it's old, just how old so is this much girl? fun. 10. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, 
And it's one of those things where it's like, he wrote a song. He's actually since written a song uh, about her. Uh-huh. And he does it when he's on tour. And he said, he, he said when, when we go back on tour, when we can actually get past the coronavirus and go back on the road, yeah. he's going to, when he goes to the UK, he's going to bring her up and have her do, do a song with her. That's awesome. He said, but, but she's going to go last because I don't want to be upstaged and have yeah, to yeah, follow yeah, yeah, yeah. her. She's got to go whole, last. She has to go last. His whole take on this thing has been amazing. He's like, this is so much fun. And it's, it's like, we go out there, we create these little videos for like six minutes, 10 minutes. And, and millions of people are like, who are cooped up in their houses who can't go anywhere, can't whatever for, for just a little bit of time, we get to take their minds off of it. And it's like, I think people don't realize that, you know, that's, you're doing that is, good that is what it's all about right there. Is that on TikTok? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's on YouTube. I'll YouTube. send you a link. Um, can I send you a link on here? Yeah, no, I'll send yeah. it to my phone or whatever. Um, did you hear, I'll just send uh, it to you right now. did you hear Post Malone during, during all the quarantine do like an hour and a half set of all Nirvana songs? No. Yeah, bro. You know, Post Malone is right. Yes. Um, yeah, bro. Does 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 like twenty Nirvana songs, bro? Just on his that. own. I think like with a guitar guitarist there or one of his buddies there, dude. Right, I was right. like, really? This new age rapper like knows all these fucking Nirvana songs? This is, yeah. dude. It's It's not worth. It's not the best, I'll, but it, he I'll sounds grimy. He sounds grimy, just like Kurt Cobain. So, but that's how Kurt. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. That's how Kurt sounds. Yeah. Dude. So I mean. Dude, I think people don't realize that these people who are musicians who are making this their livings at it though, they, you know, just because so and so plays such and such style of music, doesn't mean they're not well versed in in a whole body of music. And a lot of these guys that you listen to, like especially like in metal, they're trained in jazz. You know, that's that's what they came up in um, and stuff, and that's why they can do all the stuff that they do. So it's never a surprise to me when when somebody from one genre of music is doing. An entirely it's cool. different it's one. It's cool, isn't killing, it? When killing. you see that, it is. It is absolutely cool. Yeah, yeah I'm 100 percent on with that. I need to find some other ones. Um, the, the all right. Well, you got a job for next week then. Yeah. True. All right, man. That's all I got. Um, should I should I uh, cut that beginning part out when I'm talking about my fucking cancer shit? I feel no, like it's kind of negative. Think... I don't want no. people to be like all down about it and stuff <clears> off. Listen, first of all, people aren't going to do that second of all there's a human there's a, i think i think the thing you got to forget you're forgetting here is that we're human beings you know what i mean like yeah. you were talking about the music and that's a very human thing but so is cancer and there are people that are dealing with i mean i had a friend die last night because of covid um Jesus. and he had he had cancer and then the covid got him and that was that one it, it took him out and he's 30 something years old these are real things people are going to want to know about it want they're going to hear about it because they know somebody or they've been through it um and I promise you, there's going to be some kid somewhere or some old man like us who's going to feel a little bit less alone because you're telling his story, even if you don't know him. So right. leave it. I would say leave it. Okay. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to end it right now, but I want to talk to you for a few minutes right Do when it. we end it. So, all right, everybody, yeah. have a good day. Bye. Peace.